look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, good. Terrific. Feeling better? You know, I've still. I'm, it's this one's been hanging on. It's been over a week with me now. I, yeah. So you you went through a bit of a change <clears throat> with your diet. Mm-hmm. Any any uh, relationship between the change in your diet and no. you looking as crappy as you do right now? Hey, I've been shedding pounds, man. It's coming off. You've this been is shedding good. something already. Right. This yeah. is good, yeah. But okay. no, that flu uh, that it got me. It got me twice actually, and I'm still congested. You can probably hear it in my voice. <laughs> so and, and so you <clears throat> might need a doctor. And speaking of doctors. Mm. Dr. George is going to be on the show today. Yeah. So you're going to join us to talk about the health risks and the benefits of marijuana. I did a segment last week. Man, we had a lot of emails and questions about that. That's, I think that's the number one topic where I, where I received emails and I wasn't even at the show. Yeah. Right? So. You're going, what did he say last week? I, if you're an art collector and we, you know, there's lots of people in Calgary that are art collectors to varying degrees, right? And you, or you'd like to start. Um, don't miss our segment with the president of the Art Dealers Association of Canada on how to choose specific pieces, invest in art and protect and pass down that piece of art to uh, to your le- in, in your legacy. And did you know Canada has some great destinations out there and we we hear about them and we're going to hear about them again on the top 10 nature hotel experiences our country has to offer. We're going to have that on the show as well too. All right, man. So uh, we had the May 25th Vienna meeting. OPEC, non-OPEC, decided to extend the cuts to March uh, of 2018. That was expected, but there was a whisper behind the scenes. What was your wh- What did you hear as the whisper? The whisper. The whisper was that they were going to go deeper. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. They didn't say that. Uh, there was no indication there was of that. A whisper. But I, I the market you. whisper was we expected more. Yeah. This was a safe bet. This was, uh, and I use the analogy of what the European Union did uh, when the financial crises happened, and they said we're going to do everything we can to stop our our union right. going into a recession. Right. And they started pumping money, and then they extended that pumping of money, and they extended it again. And this is exactly what uh, the OPEC is doing. They made cuts, and they made they made a cut um, in January. They they're going to extend it for another nine more months. And then probably another three months after that. Well, they've made no commitments on that. Let's not get ahead yeah, of ourselves yeah, they'll here. They'll probably do that. That's my, that's my guess. And now here's what was interesting. Oil fell. 5% and, that day. Yeah. People were wondering why. And I had that on, on, when I was on, on TV and radio. I, I, people were saying, why? Why, why, why would we see this price drop, oil, oil output cuts? There's things that people don't realize sometimes when it comes to the price of oil. Part of it is speculation. But let's talk about pure fundamentals and what's happening with oil. Number one, we have an issue of supply. Too much. More importantly, we have an issue of demand. Not enough. Until the economy grows at a faster pace, you're not going to be able to use up all the oil that we have. The next part about this is that the shale, uh, shale part in the U.S. has been drilling like crazy. Yeah, well, they're coming back. There's a 120% increase in the number of rigs at work this month versus the same period last year. And, and people think that's what's, what's driving the price of oil. I'll tell you what's driving the price of oil. It's Silicon Valley. It is the technology that is being brought into fracking. 
and into other sources, even up in, in the north, in, in Alberta, the new technology is allowing the cost per barrel to go down, which means profitability can go up for these energy companies regardless of price. Well, then production can go up. And that means production will continue <clears throat> until we start seeing a, a, a nice clean viewpoint on supply versus demand, which isn't there yet. There's a concern. The next one is alternative to, to energy of, of, in oil. So we're seeing more solar, electric uh, vehicles, as well as um, buildings and so forth. Alternative energy is a way that's going to actually be an implication to the price of oil. So this is not just cut and therefore everything should go up. That's too temporary in my view. We're going to have a shift, a, a, a complete shift in how oil is going to be used, which impacts us here in this province because a lot of our budget, a lot of our programs, a lot of our services from the federal, provincial, and municipal governments are all based on how this economy grows and the royalties we receive from oil. Yeah, uh, you make a really good point because technology. we talk about technology often um, as the great disruptor. And it's it's disrupting in every industry, right? So think about what, what Faisal's just said, right? Not just disrupting on the supply side, i.e. technology to lower the cost of production and increase the speed at which, or even access the shale, right? Which we couldn't do not too long ago. Yeah. So accessing new supply. But also on the demand side, right? Well, if Elon Musk has his way, right? Everybody's driving an electric car. Correct. Now, how we produce the electricity, that's a whole different question. We, you know, we'll explore that on a different show. But the fact of the matter is, the uh, technology is the great disruptor, and it is having an impact uh, in an area that is critically important to our city and our province, which is oil. Yeah, and so when people are looking at their transitioning to or living in retirement, they need to understand that you can't base, A, your portfolio primarily in energy stocks or and just in energy. You need to diversify. The second part of it is your viewpoint of your income and your career may change, mm -hmm. especially if you're in the patch, right. especially if you're in the oil industry. And there's a big change happening. If Silicon Valley is getting involved, we have heard fracking. We are now hearing technology fracking 2.0, mm -hmm. fracking 3.0. That, that's all technology terms. 2.0, 3.0 are all technology terms. There's a change happening here, and those have been accustomed to the type of income, um, lifestyle. It may change. So be prepared in your retirement or for retirement that may be chosen upon you versus you choosing to, to retire. So that's one of the pieces. Mm -hmm. The next thing that came out, which really got me going on, on Friday, was um, Bill Monroe. He came out, our finance minister, came out and said... Monroe. Thank you. And, and came out and said, um, we ha there's tax loopholes in this country that we need to fix. And he gave the analogy of this. He said, there's two neighbors. Both of them are earning $220,000 per year. One neighbor is paying $80,000 in taxes. The other neighbor, because they have a small company, a private uh, co corporation is able to split income between their spouse and their adult children, and they end up paying $30,000 less in taxes. And he said, that's not fair. And that got me concerned and upset mm -hmm. because what was not mentioned was how much risk is this business owner taking personally for their family, the livelihood that's on the, on the, on the realm of uh, that could actually hurt a family, which would be then the dependency on the government to support them. And, and for that, the $50,000 or $30,000 in savings in taxes that they got, 
what risk do these guys have to take to get there? And not just that, Faisal, but add to it, if it's a company that has employees, right, they're creating jobs, those people are paying taxes, so there's, there's a follow-through on this. So right? when a person thinks that, oh, so let's take you for an example. If you're a business owner, Dave, yeah. and you risk your capital, you're risking your family's capital. Not right. just yours. Right. When you're risking, you know, people take lines of credits on their homes to start businesses. That's your family. Just because your family got income from that, that business, and it was tax preferential, meaning you, your family would pay less tax than your neighbor who earned a regular salary, that means everybody was risking that home. The salary owner wasn't. And there's, that's, that's a concern that I have because I think when times like this, when we're looking for more revenue to meet the, the spending requirements that we have, we forget how did we get to the spot. And we got to the spot where we are so fortunate in this country on the backs of business owners, on the backs of hardworking people in Canada that have built this nation. And that's a concern that I have, that if we keep on just focusing on, on groups like business owners who've, who've built this country then we've got we've got a problem here. This is a, a a shift that we have to change and we have to bring a voice to. And Bill knows this. He built a company, right? Or so, two, or, or three. two. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, our, our our view on this, I think, would be uh, would be very similar. Um, anyways, we've got to leave it there. We can rant and rave about that. Let's do that on Monday, June 19th. Uh, you can come and uh, Yeah, we'll talk about, about my pet peeve about taxes and overpaying in taxes. We'll talk about the portfolios and how to profit and protect in market volatility and how to actually retire on, on Monday, June 19th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine and Spirits. You need to reserve your seat, so give us a call, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. Join us after the break. You're on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.